Good day and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are in the same room and also as well as John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. In person, Charlie Happy Comic Book Day. Happy Comic Book Day to you and to all everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like button and or follow button and hit that comment section like you owe it money. John. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? You know we what? didn't write special copy at all. We are so, so close to each other right now. And my cough drop is just exploding in my mouth. There are, like, cough drop particles smashing into my face. This is called uh, Does John Get the Flu? The episode. The Petri Dish episode. Special to you. It's true. Fans. It's true. Mm, fans is a strong word. People that tolerate us for approximately 110 minutes. You know what, though? But they're kind of doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Because, like, following us... Is like going on an epic quest. To a degree. Speaking of epic quests, <laughs> I need Bobby Alton in the room because uh, I need a tiny little magician to be part of it. Willow is back. It is 2022. Willow is back. And we're getting more Willow action. Willow took his sweet fucking time getting back. And it's only permissible because he got them tiny... Tiny little legs. He's just... His hands, he has beautiful... Uh, he's got beautiful, huge, normal... He could be a concert pianist. His hands are so damn big. But the legs... Oh, the little legs. Just trying as hard as he might. Uh, but he finally got here, man. Three episodes. Three episodes in. Brand new Willow action. Yep. You had, you checked it all out? I did indeed. I know you did, because you woke up in the house today. And you were like, do you watch episode three yet? And I'm like, it's 7.15 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Only you and Californians watched all three episodes, but I have seen all three episodes. And Warwick Davis and the Davis family. Cousin Paul, just, Damn I know you think your eyes deceive you. I know you don't think you deserve. This is a new special Rivera Brother filter where you can put it on your uh, Apple uh, Apple device or not Android because they're always a little bit behind. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but you can make it seem like, no, no, yeah, we are indeed in the same... Forget about the same room, like the same county, the same state. It's true. It's all shocking, quite frankly. A very special U.S. comics. But yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I, all way the fuck caught up on Willow. I mean, honestly, having loved the original movie from like 80-whatever, uh, 88 maybe, um, I loved it. George Lucas's finest work, I would argue. George Lucas, uh, Opie, fucking uh, uh, homeboy, uh, Ron, Ron Howard. Um, there's a lot of people who have their stamp on the original Warwick Davis, a.k.a. Wicket. Um, just my favorite little person that there is, period, end of sentence. Wicket, specifically? Um, yeah, man, yeah, like Wicket. I just love this little Wicket. son of a gun. Yeah, I mean, show me what other Ewoks fucking uh, broke down Princess Leia's hard, crusty exterior. That's true. It was Wicket and Han. They were the only two ever. And the, the rumor is it that Chewbacca may have. Uh, I saw those beach photos. Fondled. I saw those beach photos. Ellis knows. Ellis knows. Ellis jumping in on the Facebook chat. We invite you all to join the chat. We are live, uh, my dear brother. We're possibly getting 
uh, all sorts of zombie viruses right now. Oh, I'm finished. Thing. I'm finished. Guys, if I own any collectibles that you have had your Shotgun. eye on Dibs. for years, no, Dibs. Charlie is the uh, gonna be the germ giver. In the this progenitor. Charlie is the walker in this situation. So uh, I'm gonna guys, be walking go away ahead, with a bunch of swords. Uh, slide into my DMs. Tell me what you like. I will pack it up nicely for you so that. It, uh, it survives the journey. Let's begin at the beginning of the journey. The beginning of the journey. What do you... How, nope. Oh, you it goes to me. About the, the original flick. And when did you see it? So, on the heels of you showing me Jedi. All right. So, you showed me A New Hope. I was like, this guy is whining a lot. Then you're like, here's Empire. And I was like, it's the best. And I was like, it is the fucking ends on a downer ending. Me and Dante agree that's a proper ending. Could have been worse. Then Jedi, I'm like, sure, a lot of Muppets, but I'm young. Sure, you love So Muppets. hooray for Wicket. And you are indeed a Muppet. And I believe your exact words were, you think Wicket's good now. Wait till you see Wicket all magical and shit. I'm like, the Ewok Christmas special? And you were like, no, 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 shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. What if I told you that Iceman from Top Gun <laughs> and Wicket go on a fucking Conan-like adventure? So young, impressionable Charlie, you you busted out the old Betamax. Um, and VHS. Threw... We were a VHS household. We were from aggressively day one. Aggressively. Woof. Betamax and kick rocks, hit the bricks. But uh, you threw it in the 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 VCR. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was a library rental more than a blockbuster rental. They, and honestly, my... Charlie, these these were the days even before library VHS rentals. Um, these were, this was before the days of Blockbuster. This was like a mom and pop. The, there there were only mom, we had a and, mom pop. and pop by us. Multiple. So so just a quick little history uh, for the VHS home rentals, guys. Those tapes were ridiculously expensive, to the point where, again, there were only mom and pops out there. There was not 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 a Blockbuster, not a Hollywood video, none of these big monster chains. Um, so the mom and pops were like. Yeah, $100 a tape. I'll take one tape, please. So there was li literally a single copy of a flick like Legend. You had to like fight. Because it cost them money. So you, you're like, who has it? Let me know who has it. I will track that motherfucker down. Um, Hi, that, Steve yeah. Gohansen. You fathermucker, you are done. Be kind and rewind or you're going to get slapped up till Sunday. But uh, yes, yeah, so we finally... I thought that was going to rhyme and it aggressively didn't. Finally got We can't rewire, or else I'm gonna slap you. Uh, if you eventually if you go all the way around, it's it's a, no, that's not such a way. But um, yeah, so so you cherished your rentals, and and the original model was, well, yeah, if you if you're renting something, or actually that's that's not even true. If you buy a hundred dollar in the in the mid '80s, if you buy a hundred dollar movie to own in your home, you're you're the wicked, uh, you're the Willow House. You're like, oh, you want to watch Willow? Let's go over to Lincoln. There was Ave like a cool kid who was the RoboCop house. Basically, until until the the rental shops popped up, and the the uh, the movie uh, houses, not the movie houses, but like the production houses, the studios were like, what? No, that's that's not what this is for. You're you have you're breaking the system, and they sued and they lost. And fast forward a few years, Charlie, in the comfort of our our brown carpet living room. We were able to sit and watch Willow uh, at and our I was, leisure. I am on record that I think like fantasy is lame. I say it a lot on the show. I'm like, I don't like fantasy. Charlie's I, like, 
I don't have fantasies, ergo fantasy movies stink on ice. With that being said, clearly I love fantasy. Because Willow growing up, I'm like, Val Kilmer is the greatest of all time. The Sarge. The Sarge. Dropping in to say he loves, I would have lost this bet. Oh, ten out of me? ten times. The Sar- the, if the Sarge had his druthers, he would be riding on a dragon right now, IRL. The Sarge's like, character in WoW is wearing camo. That's his preferable mode of transportation. Reptilian dragon back. Fair. Fair. So I loved Willow. Yeah. But as the exception that proved the rule. Well, because the funny thing was, like, Willow is is lighter fair. Like, Willow is is kindergarten to Conan's high school. Like, but also high Willow... heavy petting over the clothes. Um, Willow was, like, intended to be a lighter... Almost like a comedic fantasy. But, but see, that's that's where it got me. Yeah, because you're Was a that they didn't... No. It's that they didn't feel the confines. I don't know why I pronounce it that way. Uh, they didn't feel like because it's sword and sorcery. They have to be yeah. like, what ho, little boy? Val no. Kilmer spends the entire runtime breaking balls, literally calling Willow short stuff. Yeah. Like, that's a whole people. He's shitting on an entire race. I'll be, I'll be entirely honest. I'm still not, at this point, entirely sure if Peck is slander. Like, I'm I'm desperate to run into a little person in the wild right now and be like, is it okay if I... Can I say Peck? Or are only, like, little people rappers allowed to say Peck? I was almost because positive with Brown. Mad Mardigan spits it. I want to use it myself. But Mad Mardigan is, like, the 35th Val Kilmer character. That I'm like, that's who I'd want to be in that scenario. Oh, yeah, no. It, it went in doubt. Just from the cross-dressing alone. But, but, but he did have some pretty luscious fake tots. Those were tot-tots. solid tots. But that be, that all being said, so so Childhood Charlie loved Willow. Loved it. As did I. That's Never once. Slightly, actually, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually older. A lot of people ask that question. I'm the older sibling. Shocking to most, I know. But yeah, so slightly Look older how than Charlie. Jet black my beard looks. Yeah, you just dine it. It's fine. So uh, slightly older John also as well as loved it to be to pieces. And now we had to wait decades, decades and decades and decades for this um, legacy. Sequel. Were you waiting desperately for more Willow? You know, if you funny? if you told me, hey Charlie, so so what do you want? I'm the brother. That always says more is more. Yeah. Never once did I look at the menu and was like, more Willow. Yeah, but you got to understand, there was only one installment of anything Willow. So, hey, Joker Stream joining us over from Twitch. Guys, make sure you check out Joker Stream on Twitch. Um, Dynamite, Dynamite Contact. We're going to do a link uh, directly for you, uh, Joker. So let us know like which one you'd like us, uh, like us to share because Joker always, always comes through. Um, but that all being said... Which we- normally is a bad thing. <laughs> the Joker coming through normally is like, nah, Arkham's on fire! Jo- J- Team Joker for life. But uh, but that being said, Willow didn't give us a ton of material. And it was a five-part Marvel comic. One of the very, very few instances where John is happy that social media exists because you are on record. You're on record. It also means you can be canceled at a moment's notice for something that you said a decade ago. But that being said, if also as well as... When Disney Plus first dropped, the first mention that yours truly made 
about Disney Plus, this brand new platform, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, it's got Disney stuff. Oh, it's got Star Wars stuff. Oh my God, it has a uh, Marvel stuff. John's like, yo, go watch Willow. If you haven't seen That's Willow true. in a long time, it was the first thing that I said. So I'm going to stand your Willow underoos. That's right. I'm going to stand by me and Mad Mardigan. We're going to stand by our claim. Um, I wanted, I wanted to uh, make sure that everybody was enjoying what I enjoyed. And, and the truth of the matter is that the series is indeed a legacy sequel to the one and only Willow flick. Now... I'm going to kick it back to you, yes, Charlie. Yes, please do. What's your hot, Charlie, fuzzy, bearded take? Sick as hell. Let me wipe this off you, Yeah, quick. I'm saying you just... God damn, I you just, just T-viruses yourself. Oh! Uh, my big takeaway, and you actually yelled at me for mentioning it to you. In real life. You're like, save it for the show, stupid. <laughs> um, It looks so much... <laughs> to, to install myself. It looks so much like... They shot it the next day with, with a with wildly better with camera. Better cameras were. It's They're just like, the oh, camera's more in focus. We had a, they cleaned it. They had like a petroleum white... jelly. We're like, oh, how did this get on there? I couldn't There's believe. There's some brownie juice all over the screen. I feel like it took Star Wars five films to look like Star Wars again. The prequels don't look like Star Wars. Aesthetically, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, Everything is like a CG shiny mess right, right. in the prequels because they're fucking terrible. Ellis, Irmose, Ellis. Then you had, like, oh, we have the new installments coming coming for you. And even the first Daisy Ridley one, like, still, even though it was kind of a remake of A New Hope, started to look like Star Wars again. Willow didn't have that gap, and it's because they've had so much time with these Star Wars properties, I mean, I'm sure. Decades and decades. Like, but it's not, It's to them, it's not really fair, per se. Per se. Um, because the glasses, they, you can push they, them up in the brim. They, they did have to kind of like jump in, I, I realize. And, you know, Lucas always said, you know, if I had the technology to do X, Y, and Z. If I he would had ruin the, my legacy. If he had the technology to, uh, to have filmed them in the proper order, uh, when he's not lying about having it pre-written ahead of time, um, he he says that he would have. Now, again, Willow doesn't have that luxury or that um, curse. But um, so so it, so to you, it feels aesthetically it like... It feels like Willow. Of Willow. Um, how are you taking it in as a, as a story? After an amazing season of House of Dragon, where, like, boobs are getting chopped off and... Dragons are eating I don't, babies. I don't remember any boobs getting those are off. Those are all scenes. It's amazing. You said at the beginning of this, Willow is that, like, baby's first fantasy. It was nice being able to take a big step back mm -hmm. in the sci-fi world of stakes. We're like, I'm pretty sure everything's going to relatively be okay. It felt like a warm hug from a franchise I didn't realize I missed. Okay. I really, really love the tone of it. Still actiony, you get a lot of Mad Mardigan energy. Yeah, without and, you know he's ever present so without kind of being there. Obviously, we know that Val Kilmer is in uh, not in the best uh, situation right now. And um, <coughs> as happy as I was to see him in Maverick, uh, I don't think that that's really necessarily in the cards. You never know because you know Hollywood is still Hollywood. But so um, full CG. That's gonna be where they go full Star Wars. He's gonna look like when can they you had. Imagine. Uh, yeah, like oh, uh, do we have a very that fake, rubbery that Mad Mardigan? Luke uh, still. Can, but can it's just Luke. He just says he's Mad Mardigan. <laughs> long hair. Um, 
But yeah, no, what I do want to say this, uh, I felt, I felt all like the, the, the juice of anticipation. They dropped two, uh, episodes right off the bat. I'm already scared you didn't so like So I three. was, um, I was all the way in. I'm like, great. And, and the things that we spoke about feels like the world is clearly just a pickup continuation. Willow's hands are still big as fuck. B- bigger than mine. Like he can, he can palm basketball. Um, to the point where I said, okay, well, what is this going to be? Because look, I, you know, when I watched it as a kid, I'm like, the cool cat here is Mad Mardigan. Like if you're going to play Willow on the playground uh, the next day, the next lunch period, you're like, oh, I'm Mad Mardigan. No, nobody wants to be like, I'm going to be Willow. Uh, no, nobody does that. Um, however, however, Willow is the, ma- the, the main character here. Granted, we have uh, uh, Laura. She's got 52 names. Brune Hinsler, she calls her Dove. Like, uh, spoiler alerts, guys. Uh, she's got 52 Steve. names. She's got different hair color. Fine. I anticipated that she is the, the prophesized one. She's the Neo of this Matrix. Whoa. Not a problem. Here's the thing, Charlie. And, and you, you, you buried the lead a little bit. My bad. Episode 3... I start falling off. No! Now, here's the thing. I'm pot committed so much at this point. Mm. I'm pot committed. So you have a, a plethora of characters now. And one might argue, in order to capture the initial charm, the magic, if you will, of the original, where you had a, a sizzling, hot, young star in Warwick Davis... Uh, again, uh, fucking uh, Mad Mardigan, Val Kilmer is at the height of his Hollywood powers. You've got a bomb piece princess just fighting against her her, her bitch mother uh, to go do her own thing. There was all that chemistry. Um, the the we use this word uh, probably overindulgently. It was a charm. Best. It was charming as crazy. Sarge, there's three episodes out thus far. I believe it's like not even halfway through. But that that all being said, I started, my enthusiasm started to drop a little bit. I will, 100% I'll finish it. Because if I need to bitch about it, how can I do so if I May haven't I seen it May I point all? counterpoint? Well, here, here, I'll tell you the reason sure. why. The bottom line is just that it's like going to a restaurant that you remember from back in the day, and you love this restaurant. One of the best meals I ever had in my life. And then decades later, you go back to the same restaurant, and you're like, oh, I remember this waiter. I remember this crusty-ass coat check girl. I remember the paintings on the wall. Even the china looks familiar. And you have that first few tastes, and something is a little bit... Oh, my God. All right, Sarge, I'll, I'll hit you up right after, the, after we record. Um, it's just... The bottom line is it's just not as charming. Now, here's the thing. In all fairness, I re... <laughs> what else is new, Sarge? What else is new? Sarge is always about 10 seconds away from choking a motherfucker out. Um, it's just not as... as like uh, I'm not as involved in the story as I was with the original. And I have an... I have a theory as to why, mm-hmm. but I'm going to throw it back to you. My theory is that you watched it at 5 a.m. Nah, nah. No, not, not no, 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 no. It's not because that, the, I watched it twice. At 5 and 6 a.m. <laughs> that doesn't really help. Um, I'm the opposite. I thought episode three did a tremendous job of rounding out that cast. Mm-hmm. I thought it explained the stakes. I thought it progressed story elements that I needed progressed. 
I'm so excited for episode four. Well, now, now here's here's my point to the counterpoint to the point. The original. Look, you're scaring off poor Ellis. <laughs> the original. No, Ellis, watch it. You Ellis gotta, is gonna rewatch episode one and pretend it's you, good. You gotta watch it. I fucking now, hate now, sand and now shit. Now here's the thing. I said, all right. Well, when you have a legacy sequel, a, a sequel which in which this they is. made you wait and wait and wait. To a certain degree, you're going to be coming from a place of like, hey, Father Mucker, I have waited this long. Hurry up. There better be a tremendous payoff. Mm. Make my wait worth it. That's probably unfair thought number one. But thought number two goes back to actually something that you were referencing, and Ellis knows this probably better than most. With the Star Wars sequels, as they progressed, you can't help but rank them. Right? They number them themselves. You can't help but rank them. Charlie is a king ranker. It's true. So you... <laughs> ranker. Um, you can't help but say, well, I like this better. I like that better. This one I like better than that. And talking about Empire, which is maybe debatably, but not really if you're talking to me, Empire being the best installment uh, of the Star Wars is... Star Wars I. Empire has one glaring drawback. Go on. What's the point of Empire? What is it that they're trying to accomplish again? Striking back. They're striking back. You have, in essence, the same stakes as you did with Star Wars when you first when you're first meeting. Getting some crazy, of that delicious blue milk. When you're trying to get the the crazy characters. Um, Willow is very the Willow the series, which look, fucking, uh, you know, if if Gunn and DC didn't have something to do with this, uh, we're gonna have a Willow series. Uh, you remember the movie Willow, right? Yeah, awesome. What's the series gonna be called? Willow. That that is basically all we all we can come up with. Um, in essence, you are left with the exact same roundabout plot, like what they oh. need to do. I'm like, this is. Are we still here? Decades and decades later, we're still in the same predicament. Like Willow, you the, still suck at magic? The, the queen is now, the, the evil queen is now the evil crone. Um, the people who are douchebags are still douchebags. Brownies are still a problem. Um, I'm like, we've, we've progressed none. Well, the only thing that's happened is that charming kind of like nugget of characters who we were so involved with following, granted, for a smaller window of time, somebody must have fed them after midnight and poured water on them because they have multiplied. So now there are multiple Mad Mardigans, literally and figuratively. There's like multiple princesses. There's, yeah. there's, there's more of everybody to the point where it becomes very difficult for me as a geezer fan to be like... See? I don't fucking care. This is where Captain I, Moore is more I, comes I actually play. don't care about most... I, I care about Alora Dannon because I remember her as a little chubby-faced baby. She was, in reality, about 17 babies uh, with red hair. Now she's blonde, but they explained that away. Um, I care about Willow, obviously. Again, I'm going to be careful with spo uh, with spoilers. Um, what about the stand-ins? This isn't a spoiler. The stand-ins for Mad Mardigan. Would you have preferred if they recast? Mike brings up the fact that they could have recast like Witcher's gonna do. That's that's valid. But that would have broke my heart. That's valid. Yeah, that that would have broke my heart. That would have hurt my feelings. I would have been thinking about Val Kilmer the whole time. 
See, that's a very Jokerish thing. But that all being, I agree with you, Ellis. It is one of the, the best fucking movies. Period. Empire. But but here's that's but what, so is Willow. Is that, you know what I said? I'm sorry. That is um, for the audio listeners. They oh, didn't see Ellis. My bad. My bad. Drop so, it. So the 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 fact of the matter for me is, um, hurry up. Mad Mardigan is Coca Cola, and they're like, well, we can't we can't just give you one can of Coke. Here's We've got a whole okay. series. Here's a here's a six pack Coke of Zero RC Cola. First of all, they are not. How dare you? They're, they're not even Pepsi's compared to that's they Mad Mardigan's Coke. They're they're RC Cola. Yeah, that that's true. Pepsi's <laughs> Pepsi's and killed a bunch of people in Central America to boot. You owe me a jet and you killed a bunch of people. Dynamite document. Bottom line, it for the people. Yes. Do you still think three episodes in, high on it after two, mm-hmm. three left you wanting more? Yeah. I'm. And I'm a slut for this sort of shit. Period. You could have stopped. So that I definitely you didn't need the punctuation. Touche. I think that people should check it out. Certainly. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, my vote is definitely check it out uh, for two reasons. First and first, mostly make up your own mind. Come here to talk bullshit with us. Don't come here to be told what to do, unless you're a sexy lady. Um, no, definitely, definitely check it out if you if you loved or even liked. The original Willow, this is a must-watch, period. If I came to you and I said, or Charlie or whomever, said this stinks on ice, not worth a minute of your time, you should still go and watch it because you need self-fulfillment in this world. Um, but but if you are asking my opinion as to whether you should or should not, definitely watch it because, look, I might have just hit kind of a bum 5 a.m. episode. Yeah, no, it. no, no. Like the, the episode in general might have been making that, that turn saying, what we cared about before, that's fantastic, but here's some new stuff to care about. We promise we're going to get more charming in the future. So far, so so not good for me, but I'm I'm absolutely pocketed. I'm going to finish it. So in the ranking, though, sure. I'll kill you. It's I'll not kill Coca-Cola. You right now, it's Pepsi, though. It's, it's not RC it's, yet. It's not Pepsi. It's not RC yet. Collectively, the... Pepsi. The, no, it's the characters that are RC. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to carry the soda analogy over for the whole show. For the whole watch episode. Watch it, watch it, watch it. They wish they were Dr. Shasta. How um, dare you? De- definitely, definitely watch it, you guys. Um, if anybody sa- comes to you and says that Willow is not a good watch, they are one thing and one thing only. Ellis knows better than most. Like George, Toy Boy, Lucas, John is about to drink this Han shot that Charlie poured. He very well might be trying to kill me and take over soul possession. Of U.S. Comics cast, but let's see what happens. Han shot first, baby. Clink, clink. <laughs> that was all the rubs just kind of mixed together. Boop. Uh, what happened? What happened? Oh my god. He lives the fight. What happened to my day. beard? You knocked my beard off. Oh my god. That was pretty good. You gotta admit that was pretty oh. good. Wow. I can only imagine. You know when you're taking the garbage out and there's like the juice at the bottom of the can and you're like, I don't know what that is. It doesn't smell like anything I remember throwing away. Charlie just gave me a double shot of that shit. It's true. I'm a good brother. Anyways. Anyway, yeah, take a little water, Chaser. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Take a take a breather. Mm. John, Mm-mm. there's uh there's you shouldn't trust me to pour you shots. Yeah, no, and I I should have known better. But um even though I had a lot to say that was indeed Charlie's uh, Charlie walking us into the shared, topic, yeah. the shared topic. But that being said, 
Um, we are in this kind of like weird place in time uh, in the calendar year yes. where uh, the weather is changing, especially for us suckers up here on the the still on the East Coast. Not like the Sarge who's in the in the summer breeze in Florida twenty four seven. But we have at the same time we have some indoor time to kill, <coughs> while also being petrified to spend any money on ourselves because the holidays are right around the corner. So you start looking around your domicile, huh? You start looking around your 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 home base, your HQ, as it were. Uh, for, you know, let me let me dive back into some let shit. Me dust that, off that some shit. Let me dust off some shit. So, your boy went over to his impressive, if I do say so myself, comic book bookshelf, and I said, "Hmm, I want to get into a story from beginning to end." So let me go ahead and not pull out some single issues, not pull out some deluxe super-duper editions that'll take you a week to read. No, no, no. I said, let me go ahead and eyeball my true, and I said true. True? True. True. Graphic novel selection. And there is a big difference, you guys, between a graphic novel, a trade paperback, and or a collected edition. And we'll get to that. And there's uh, some overlap. We'll, there, there's, there's some argument. There's some, there's some overlap. And actually, it's it's probably good for the topic that you want to Almost talk about later. So we can maybe segue that. But um, a true graphic novel, you guys, is a singular, standalone story. Obviously in the comic book format, but often hardcover edition and uh, almost exclusively thick, thick uh, pages. You're not talking about 20 pages. Single issue! Graphic novel. <laughs> um, you're, you're talking about 60 uh, comic book illustrated pages of wonderful storytelling, but that has a beginning, middle, and end. There's no like, come back next week for the further adventures of... Um, yeah, so I wanted to read like a full story, like a movie in essence, or a series, between two uh, a cover and a, 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 a rear uh, of the comic book pages. And guys, what I pulled out, and I am so happy that I did, because I have not... <laughs> pulling out is usually not that safe. But in this case, it was the best decision ever. Um, Joe the Barbarian. Oh, That's right. Yeah. You heard me right. We take, uh, we take a lot of pride here on U.S. Comics Cast for occasionally educating the masses. The people. Um, I want to say that even some of our bigger comic book fans that join us may not know Joe the Barbarian. Um, they will know Grant Morrison. They'll know a lot of the creatives uh, involved, but they're not going to know this particular story because it's not an established IP. It has never been adapted into a show or a yes. movie, though it should be. And uh, will be. Maybe the first U.S. comics uh, uh, cinema uh, selection. We don't want to do our own shit first. But guys, I'll give you the real, real quick, the, the, the elevator pitch to the story. So you have Joe, young fella, uh, like high school, uh, junior high school, probably age kid, I would say, uh, single family, uh, home, not that much money in the bank account for the old family. You're just describing us. But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't want to say nothing. But uh, he's also diabetic. So he has a particularly shitty day one day, does not do what he needs to do to keep his body healthy. He goes home, the home, the house is empty because mom's out working, single single mom. Uh, and he's got <coughs> he's got the type of bedroom 
that basically every sitcom that we watch as kids, like those kids, like the Drummond's kids, that imagine their bedroom, but he doesn't have to share it with anybody. Matter of fact, his bedroom is technically up in the attic. Like he's got to pull the attic ladder down, but then it's beautiful. You know what his bedroom is? Do you remember the room that little man was reading the never ever sto never ending story in? Yes. It, it's that type of room. Matter of fact, now that I say it out loud, that might have even been the inspiration for the for the illustration of the it. The never ending story. It's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. But all his toys are up there. His pet rat is up there. Um, and he's like, this day really sucked. Hmm. Did I make sure my blood sugar was right? No, he did not. My man's blood sugar he's gets all jacked to hell. And he starts slipping into that diabetic problem area. To the point where he starts literally seeing stuff. And I was describing it to Charlie before I shared some links. Uh, that's right. He was the first Scott... Malcolmson, and he indeed as I've well had diabetes. Dynamite, dynamite quote, Ellis. Um, Ellis yeah, is reading the quote off. He 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 starts seeing things, and 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 the way that I described it, Charlie was, Toy Story meets like Game of Thrones meets Alice in Wonderland. So his toys, he's seeing his toys as like these warrior Avengers all around him. Uh, his pet rat basically becomes like a fighting, speaking Chewbacca. And he has this epic adventure. Like, we're talking about high fantasy. He has a high fantasy that he's visualizing this high fantasy world where his toys are now these warriors. Transformers and G.I. Joes and He-Mans, they're running through like crazy. His rat is throwing down right and left. And he's just trying to get down physically. In reality, he's trying to get from his bedroom up in the attic down three stories to the kitchen so he can get some sugar into his system, a little sugar water, some insulin, whatever. But that has translated into an epic level, high fantasy, would have made Conan or Willow proud type of adventure. Guys, it's a tremendous, tremendous read. I it's am beautifully illustrated. I'm actually going to show you while Charlie, I'm one of the Charlie kicks it around. That hadn't experienced this. So you... <laughs> So you told me you could send me the first few pages. Yeah. I just bought it digitally online. I was able to flip through My man. the first 15 pages because it's that sort of read. It's kind of it's, once it gets rolling. so good. You can't help but want to see what's next. So I'm fucking super excited. Love the art. Love that Grant Morrison energy uh, kind of behind his writing. Um, you're just pulling out like really beautiful. Yeah, I'm just kind of like A little splash or two. There is something undeniable undeniable about it and the fact that it's already collected the fact that it's designed and engineered well yeah it was as a beginning middle end story it, it, is the story was wow. exactly right it was designed to be a a, a, a close-ended narrative which ultimately is what makes a graphic novel right now this in particular they did release this as single issues but always with the intention that, yeah, this is like a beginning, Batman. middle, and end story. Now, now here's the thing also. There are, there are also runs. You can have a collected run, which is just, nah, some of them are fantastic. The other day we were talking about my favorite Daredevil happened to have been written by Kevin Smith. That fucking story is bonkers. Guardian Devil almost can be an Elseworlds yeah. because it is so out there. But It functions on, as a graphic. In the same... It, but it, it does. It's not truly a graphic novel, though. So, um, yeah, it picks up from a previous story. Stories right. continue after it. 
Right. Watchmen is a graphic, despite the, being released individually. Right, Watchmen is, is a And pure, now having sequels, but... It's a pure graphic. It was never intended to have sequels. Um, and intention is key. Now, also, you might say uh, Kingdom Come. Yes. See, Kingdom Come, everybody, you, you can't help... If the fact that if you're alive and walking around, you're going to know who Superman is. You're going to know Wonder Woman. You're going to know Batman. You Fuck, you may even know Shazam. Um, but you don't have to have all this pre-working knowledge of those characters. So I would still include Kingdom Come in that conversation, but um, Joe the Barbarian's a, a more pure example of it, for sure. And it doesn't, like, just to clarify, something like Invincible or Walking Dead that happens to now those have an ending? ongoing, that's, ongoing, That's ongoing. a billion yeah. volumes. They were, they were blessed to have had the ending... Uh, that they have. So I'm just gonna put this up. So you, this is the the official original. Uh, it's a little uh, bright. Or just a little bright. Uh, but the, that's what the original color. We'll 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 uh, we'll include some links for you guys. Um, it is just dynamic. Hey, hey we spam! got a, we got another spammer. Look at us. They want to offer promotion of our channel, viewers, followers, etc. <laughs> but anyway, guys, the 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 art is just great. Uh, I gotta show you the rap, um, but but that but that all being said, so Charlie, yeah, um, couple of questions. So you didn't know about it prior to my putting it out there. I'm getting zero percentage of these Liar. sales, which is bullshit. Um, but let me ask you this: Was it what you expected from my promotional tactics? Uh, I, you know, you're a good salesman. <laughs> you anytime. Oh, it's actually like a real person. Nice. Um. Joker streams, buddy. Uh, or he's a liar. He's a liar. He got me. He fooled me in the chat. If you're not watching the show, you didn't see gullible Charlie. Joker, you bun of a sitch. Uh, all it really takes... Joker from, being Joker. All it Gotta takes, love it. All it takes at this point is you throwing out there... Get Joe with his toys. Literally eventually, anything. Eventually, you're going to see them toys come to life. The fact that you were like... Hey, check this out is all I need. I didn't need the pitch. You then followed it with a pitch, which is always nice. That's the best part. I love that you just keep trying. You're like, it's a little bit blown I'm out. About, I'm about effort, guys. He is about full maximum effort, John, is what we tend to call you behind your back. Uh, so it doesn't take a lot for me to be... It's a terrible nickname. It's true. And then I think you did a great job describing it, but I don't no. need your descriptions to trust you. <laughs> I'm just... Always all in. You're like, this is good. Like, yeah, 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 this is good. I mean, it started with RoboCop and fucking Willow. You recommend something, I'm gonna like it. What was the last thing you recommended I didn't like? That fucking comedian. The the, the fucking, hey, I got spaghetti. <laughs> that fucking idiot. Then, then this special was not my cup of tea. So, so let me ask you He's this. 12-piece tuxedo. Fuck him. Before we go too off, which is like the guarantee thing is to go off the rails. So, so let me ask you this, Charlie. I yes. know that... that Envy is only ever just like just bubbling under the surf surface. So, knowing that I plucked out an absolute gem, yes. Joe the Barbarian, guys, go check it out. You can uh, pick it up really, really cheaply digitally. It was uh, like fifteen bucks. Comicology, uh, Kindle Unlimited, like it's you can you can definitely do it. It's a solid purchase. Um, but let me ask you this: What's the last graphic that you have on your list that you dug out and? You know, dust it, off it was and, and it was tough. Felt because all nice and warm. It's tough because a lot of times 
the most basic answers are given. Kingdom Come, basic bitch answer. Uh, Watchmen. Uh, Charles like pumpkin spice. Yeah, exactly. They are the or, or Dark Knight Returns. God bless it, but that is the pumpkin spice of graphic novels. And barely, I wouldn't even call it a. So I went novel. to the thicken. I went to a thicken. I went all the way. I went Alan Moore because respect. Good start. From Hell. From Hell. From Hell is easily... Just got colorized. Top five for me. The original artist, I actually pulled it up because I never give this guy credit. But... um was TNT? Colorized. Alan Moore and Eddie Campbell. Eddie Campbell last year, 2021, went back and did a colorized version of his own art. And what's brilliant about it, it's the sort of coloring job where... When I think of From Hell, which is about Jack the Ripper, for those of you who are who are not in the know, it's like a murder mystery about who the fucking killer is. And it's Jack the Ripper, but it's like, who is Jack the Ripper? Yeah. And the motivation. It lives like Watchmen, in as much yeah. as there's a lot of like darkness and seediness and back alleys. So you don't want to just fucking throw a splash of color like it's the new From 52. From Hell makes Gotham by... By Gaslight? Gaslight, look like Romper Room. Yes. And I like Romper Room. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, you know. What's amazing, though, before we get Alan to Alice's comment. Poor Alan Moore. What's amazing, though, is because they went with, they let Eddie Campbell color in his own heart, no. which seems like, it seems like an obvious choice, but it's never the choice they make. True. He did such a subtle job. So yeah. there's, like, little yellow highlights on street lamps. Mm. There's... Extra, it sounds fucking stupid, but there's like bluish gray tones instead of just gray tones. Oh, yeah. And there are times where he has full color and fucking blood and shit. It is absolutely amazing. I love. There was always. There's not always blood. Like, wasn't that like the one constant? I think think it pulls a watchman in those, like, the the one strike up. But there's a lot more in the in the colored ultimate have you edition. ever read the the colorized sin city yes uh, so fucked up terrible so fucked don't up. don't ever do it um go watch the colorized uh, it's a wonderful life first because that's l- even less of a, a gr- fucking cardinal sin as sin city and color. the fact that ellis likes watching alan moore films <laughs> knowing it bugs alan moore ellis just sits there is why like, jack the ripper is gonna show up i'm gonna vindictively watch this and laugh the whole time now you know it's really interesting for the, the uh, from heck colorized dvd for the from hell uh writing is that they did something somewhat similar to what we've tried to do is they said oh history you, you can't none even better you can't make up what some of these um, like conspiracy theory stories, what they've come up with, like, and that that's like multiple sourcing. So that's not even just one person's deranged imagination, like mine or Charlie's. No, it's a it's a collaboration. So people are like, oh, you know what? I bet. If, what if it was this? And they're like, oh yeah, I heard that. And then they, it's like the add-on game of like for, for the theater uh, theater performers do. Collectively, they came up with the most bonkers fucking conspiracy theory for Jack the Ripper, why it was happening, when it was happening. And then what they did was they take took that, repurposed it, repackaged it, drew it up, and they stuck it on the stuck it on the shelves. And we were like, yeah, I'll read that. So it is like, not only going to read that, but at twice. some point, there were people that believed something along those lines. And again, we won't spoil because you never know. Uh, if you have yeah, 1983 not, it hasn't been a long time. Listen, some things things get busy around here. 
Um, if you have not read From Hell, go out, uh, go out and damn read it. Um, because again, it is a proper uh, read. It don't watch it because the, the the film adaptation was just From trash. Hell is one of the most disappointing watches of my life. Because that's that's not a situation. If I saw the movie first mm -hmm. and then someone was like, "Hey, come check out this graphic," no, my head would have exploded because yeah. I'm like upping the quality. When you reduce the quality, when something is like way worse than its source material. When you read the Jaws book and then watch Jaws but 4... That's, but that's... Oh, that hurt my feelings. But that's often the case. Now, Jaws, the original, is one of the very few instances where the adaptation is superior to the source material. Again, source, the, the book Jaws, Jaws, just to be very clear, it's not bad. It's just not great. It's good. It's good. But the movie is all-time great. Jack so. the Ripper as the Elephant Man says Alice is a good bad theory. You like that? <laughs> John, did you know... I already told you this... But uh, just because we mentioned oh. Jaws, you know the original pitch for Jaws 2 was two Jaws's? Yeah. I love that. I believe that's referred to as uh, uh, Jaws-Eye. You know how they keep remaking fucking Friday the 13th? I do. I wish they would do that with the Jaws series. Like, none of the other ones happened. It's it's close. Just Jaws. They just, they don't call it Jaws anymore. Well, Big Deep Blue, big deep blue Sea, blue I call it. Uh, Megalodon. My head is like a shark fin. Deeper, bluer. My head is like Too a... Much. John, Too much. do you have a runner-up? For the people that want a... Because you mentioned it, but the best part about a graphic novel... Yeah. Beginning, middle, and end in your hand. It's yeah, not no, something that's... you have to worry about 30 years of history before. Well, the, the, the thing about it is after. this. You don't finish a Thanksgiving <coughs> dinner and they say, what else you got? I mean, Speak we, for yourself. We do. We do. Um, no, that, that that's the whole point of a, a, like a, a true and proper graphic novel. When it ends, it ends. You're just there's, left in your own there's, mess. There's not going to be something. You just sit back. You smoke a cigarette. You hope that uh, there's no surprises for yourself nine months down the road. Um, no, that, that's the great thing about gra like a true, guys, a true, and girls, a true graphic novel is sad. It's a satisfying read. So it's another satisfying you graphic. You don't video. have to worry about kind of like what's coming up. up. Uh, again... Look, Kingdom Come. We, we spoke about Kingdom Come here. Pretty, pretty. We've, we've spoken about it before. A lot. One of the and greatest. It is truly one of the greatest endings. Like it is a real. I think I really did sit sit back, and <laughs> Ellis, Ellis didn't even see Willow yet. Oh, Ellis. Ellis just knows. He's like, I'm with these guys. Um, but no, no. The the, the satisfaction of the finale, uh, of a good good story, whether it's in graphic novel form, a movie form, what have you, um. Honestly, for me, knowing that there's nothing else to worry about in that world that they've created is, is part of the enjoyment. You're like, that's done now. And so for something like, even though it is connected to outside material, it was totally um, protected from it as well. When they made sequels to Kingdom Come and they tried every which way but loose. Remember when kind of showed up yeah. in the main line? Yeah. Gog? You can screw up. Um, you can screw up greatness. You, you really damn With can. that being said, not to go too off, I'll get us right back on track. Yeah. Our boy, Helmer of Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. new Helmer of DC, he tweeted out a picture of Kingdom Come. Big, big. He's, you know, oh. he's, he has been tickling been my pickle with your nipples. ever since he got the big chair. <laughs> First, the Lobo stuff. Um, freaking uh, Kingdom Come. Uh, what was the other thing that he was flirting 
With me specifically. I forget the one that was like aggressively. He's new. been. He's just been like. He's been knocking at my door. I, the other day, I heard little pebbles hitting my window, and I said, "What? Well, what's going on?" I open James it up. Gunn. I look out. There's James Gunn Holding in a full. Box. That was a joke I was gonna make. Thank you for that. It was in full say anything mode over in Weehawk in New Jersey. He's just been flirting with me like, ah, flirting like I, like I got the cure for what ails him. Um, so to bring us back on track, though, yeah. someone that's been flirting with me for years. Mark Miller and Miller World and his deal with Netflix? Yeah. Chrononauts. Well, Have you see, ever read Chrononauts? I have, indeed. Yeah, what I read an absolute... And that did come out first as issues. Yeah. But very quickly, in its proper format, because it was only ever designed as eight issues, I think. Mm -hmm. um, maybe more, because it Miller, is two volumes. Miller World properties are almost all designed that way. Yeah. Like, um, Which is what I love about them. Whatchamacallit, we spoke about... Um, oh, uh, Public Domain. Similarly, like, <coughs> Homeboy knew that there was going to be a very specific run for the story that he, uh, Chip Zdarsky, um, he said, this is what we want. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joker. Joker just letting the evil cackle fly. Um, but yeah, uh, so, so public No, domain... I wouldn't do Kingdom Come with the Snyderverse Joker, <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, um, whatchamacallit, again, it was intended specifically as a beginning, middle, and end story. But it, it was released as single issues, yeah. and you know that's just the, the the drip feed I like to call it. But you know that it's going to be collected. Public domain is exactly that. Just I think the announcement today. Yeah. To be Breaking collected uh, as a trade paperback, so you can go ahead and look for that for that holiday season, which is upon us. Another dynamite read. But uh, so Chrononauts, what it's coming to Netflix? Uh, Chrononauts, it's a big. Or just that you love it? No, it's the big rumor of like the next Miller World at bat, but it's also legitimately of the last ten years, absolutely one of my favorite graphic novels. Yeah, I'm so the, the, Netflix... a completely original IP that you're like, you and I talk about it all the time. Like unless your story is about time travel, don't fuck with time travel ever. So they don't so Mark it. Miller was like, here's my Back to the Future. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah, he uh, he does he does wonderful stuff. I don't know if he has fallen to that like weird Neil Gaiman Jr. territory where his work for whatever reason is just so difficult to adapt because Netflix has done has not done right by him. Not so far, man. As far as I'm concerned, Those some of his better stories I'd almost rather see unadapted. Now the question becomes Will we ever see a day where Netflix isn't the most bipolar studio ever? Because it's either a home run, yeah, or I mean, it is I don't know. me letting go of the bat mid swing and it flying and in. Bat Fleck uh, doesn't have many great things to say about Netflix creatively. So uh, when creators see, which is so weird because my I understanding, don't know. I really don't know. My understanding was they just were like, "Here's money, bye." That at first, at first they were, but and now come and... now it's become like a factory. I wish they would go back uh, to the money thing. Mainly because yeah. it isn't Don't my they money. All. Don't they all? But yeah, for me, graphic novels are, are some of the best money you can spend in comics. It tends to be low investment, high reward. Oh, it's a full story. Look at it this way. that This content is collectible, if nothing else. Yeah. You're like, if it was worth... And when I say collectible, I mean by the by the publisher. Like We think enough of this material to print it more than once. In some cases... Two, three, four times. Different fucking editions, colorized versions, upside down, special foil, options. Like, y you have plenty of pulls. 
that you can uh, reach for for certain stories. But the bottom line is, if they if they've gone to that point, somebody liked them enough to make it worth their while. Um, so yeah, trade paperbacks are, are tremendous, but they are a different animal. A lot of times they will necessitate having read some stuff before it, and you're hopefully going to want to read some stuff after it. Whereas the true graphic novel, like again we we had mentioned here, um, probably uh, probably the the one that was most in the news, and then and then we can kick move on. Uh, Mouse, there is no <coughs> there is no follow up to Mouse because Mouse is you know, um, based on the most horrific event if in it, human history. If it would, there'd be a little Kanye cat just uh, trying to get fucking that might be cats like the, back uh, into that the might mouse be hunting the, game. The epilogue, the new edition of Mouse will have a a, a, a cat that just says the I dumbest I mainly thing. said that to shit on Kanye, but now I kind of want to see someone take a fucking... Who's that now? Uh, Jesus. Ah, yay cat, as, uh, as those in the know like to call him. Um, but yeah, look, again, proper graphic novels, you pick it up, you read it, you love it, you hug it to your chest, maybe you fall asleep a couple of nights just leaning on it, because they are pretty comfortable, especially the non-hardcover ones in Malleable, um, but you, you ingest them, you love them, you pass them on, because that story is done, and that's the beautiful thing about those type of stories is, look, as much as I love Superman, some point everybody, and as the Batman movies would clearly let us know, there is such thing as a character fatigue and uh, a good graphic novel doesn't have that shit you read it you love it you move on to the next um but that which, being said, which i love about that and also we should probably take that uh take that approach ourselves and move on to the next that's and true. we're gonna do that by charlie boy here maybe taking his last sick breaths on this good earth that's charlie true. tell him how we pay the bills up in here and go out and buy graphic novels what we do is we sell you lots of land that do not make you a prince or princess. No, we don't. We don't do the scam stuff. I thought we agreed if we're going to do any land grab uh, um, fucking uh, sh chicanery, we were going to go with either one of Lex Luthor's blow up the That's state true. and make new Fair real enough. estate. Today's episode is brought to you by Otisburg. <laughs> Otisburg, the only burg in the land. It's a nitty bitty place. No, we're not total fucking sellout jokes. Uh, we, we don't sell it for random companies that is making up shit like you can be a lord or a lady. No, no, today the, the we are... The moon one is real. The moon one's also not real. I, can, um, I give up. We're brought to you once again by one of our absolute favorite bands, and that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the beginning. You're going to hear and see a music video of theirs at the very end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my favorite part is their whole discography, including their brand new Christmas LP, is available right now across all music streaming services. Damn straight. John, yes. a holiday LP? During the holidays? What more could you fucking ask for? Just timing is everything, but it does beg the question. Charlie, where we dropping with Sergeant Finesse? Then we're going to have to also <coughs> check out who the hell he had to choke out at X-Man School, but also as well as you can find him gaming on Facebook, multiple streams every day, outstanding gaming content, supported games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today.
Charlie. Yeah. I think we've come to that time. What you want to talk about? I was not fully expecting that, and I was a little bit choking. He hadn't even swallowed. He... Yeah, I really got paranoid. John! Yeah. I'm once again pissed. I'm always pissed off. I thought you were Mark Ruffalo. I'm always pissed. I'm not allowed to be happy with anything. Do you know why? Do you want to know why, John? Because you're a millennial crybaby? No. Oh, sorry. Because of the suits. The suits. Fuck the suits, man. Fuck the suits. Mike Zapsik, close personal friend. Comic book man and uh, uh, czar. Czar of Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. Secret stash. Blah, blah, blah. Over in Redback, New Jersey. He says it all the time. He says, fuck the suits. And why? Because he can't fucking trust them. Because these pieces of shit at DC Comics. Of all places, Detective Comics Comics. They just got me to remove my 13 wide boot from their asses trying to fucking sell me this Snyderverse shit. <laughs> There's, oh, Flash is in a Batman costume. No shit. They moved up the date. No shit. Here's a great Blue Beetle poster. Oh. And it was a It's going great to theaters. Poster. It looks shiny. It looks badass and robot You're going to tease me, James Gunn? New, but the man Almost behind. Exclusively. The steering wheel is going to tease my little. Just come up and say, oh, Charlie's little nuts. Little booty booty boo. I don't I'm like a that. baby. I don't like, I don't like the implication that my penis is that size. Oh, so it's tiny. So. No, we're talking about my nuts. Oh no, those are those are freakishly troublingly large. large. Yeah, this piece all three of, of them. This piece of shit company, DC, is suing a writer for writing a story for them. Have you heard about this? I know you have. Uh, this because I screamed from my office. Honestly, today. guys, th this is kind of like new information. So much so that. Uh, originally, <laughs> we had formatted the show differently for today. We had a different topic. Yes, yeah, some to of you saw up. the original preview. Yeah, you may have seen the original copy. Um, but this dropped, and, and Charlie Rifle was like, no, this is something I'm that we, so we have to talk about. So just walk the good people through the, the situation from beginning to end. Sure. Don't be afraid. Use profanity. I'll, use names. I'll begin with a good a thing. Yeah. Nope, that's not, Look at that is not indicative of my penis. How dare you? My frustration begins with a good thing. That No, that is not my penis. Let me see your hand. No. Give me your hand. Tell them, tell them what's going on. The Batman. Right? I love the movie The Batman. Sparkly vampire boy beats the shit out of poor gangsters. Pat Panson did a good job, man. The third act did a good job. was a little bit tacked on. But beyond that, one of my favorite Batman movies. One of my favorite Batmobiles, which quite frankly is the, probably the most important part. Uh, my favorite Catwoman almost. She's up there. She's up there. Top half. I realized how many awesome Catwoman there are as I said yeah, it. Yeah. My second favorite Penguin. <laughs> of the my two. third favorite Penguin. Because I just remembered that. Burgess, Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith is absolutely my favorite. Um... Bridges Meredith's like, get up, Batman, you son of a bitch. I love... Because Penguin loves you. So much of that movie. Yeah. It's almost like it was written by a really, really clever guy. 
Now, DC and the director would have you believe, and it might be true, that the director came up with all those ideas of this, like, dark and moody Gotham. Yeah. That's kind of all Gotham cities, but I'll let that one slide. Gotham is Latin for can't see shit. The, the, the Riddler kind of twist and reveal, kind of a stapler, a stapler, nope, kind of a staple of Riddler. Uh, Catwoman and Batman wanting to fuck, kind of a staple of their relationship. Yeah. However, uh, about a year ago, Right around the time the Batman was nearing a billion dollars. Yeah, it made, it made the all Batman the money. made nine hundred million dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars away from a, 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 a billion. Nine hundred. It's a hundred million away, right? I'm bad at math. Uh, it was a lot of money. The movie made a lot of money. There was a writer. I'm going to read the statement in a second. Yeah, do it, do it. Chris Wozniak. Uh, penciler and comic book writer uh, came out and said, hey man, I wrote a Batman Riddler story that I submitted to DC that they said, no thanks. That is suspiciously damn near fucking identical to your movie. So like clearly you borrowed elements of this unused script I would like the payment that other people get when their work is adapted. I'm not telling you to go fuck yourself. I'm not asking for more money. How much do you pay the guy who writes the thing you adapt? Is it 10 grand? Is it 20 grand? Is it 100 grand? Whatever that check is, thank you, I'll take that. And frankly, because the internet is desperate to dunk on shit, Kind of got shit on for a few months. Where people were like, oh, a dark and moody Gotham? I'm not here on this show to say I know. I haven't seen the fucking script. I haven't even seen the script to the Batman. I've seen the movie. I have no reason to believe someone would potentially sue DC and hurt their career unless they fucking were in fact telling the truth. So I have no reason to not believe them. I have no reason to believe them, but I have no reason... To not believe him, just this week, DC has sued Chris Wozniak. Warner Brothers attorneys are not disputing that they used his story. He, Chris Wozniak, suspects because it's fucking clear and obvious. Yeah, all you have to do is read the script, the the submitted uh, story, and then. Watch the movie. So just really quickly before you please do. delve in, uh, Ellis just to get <coughs> Ellis Ellis had had uh, made a comment. Studios don't read unsolicited scripts, or so they say. And I I personally agree with you, Ellis. I think that most likely they absolutely do read them because you kind of have to be stupid um, to not do so. But that being said, <laughs> you're right. It is the Pepsi and the Jet all over again. Um, but this being said, he didn't submit it to the studio. He submitted to the, the um, DC for the longest time. They had like an unwritten policy of accepting freelance script ideas. Most of their writers. Most of their writers were freelance writers. They were not necessarily under the umbrella. They weren't getting every week checks from Detective Comics Comics. 
Um, so freelance, freelancers would come up with an idea, submit it to DC, and those admittedly were read. They said, thank you for submitting. We'll read this and get back to you. And if they liked it, they said, okay, this is a great story. It fits in with what we're doing right now. Here's a checkie. This is what we're going to have doing it, blah, blah, blah. Like, Here's what a, a checkie. What, they didn't even have to smash or nothing. So, and then the compensation was had. Now, the one umbrage that I'm going to take with it, uh, with the whole situation is, largely the way the system is predicated now, you can have an absolutely famous story run. If that character ain't yours and you were paid for your story, they can go ahead and adapt it any which way they want. They can turn it into a claymation stop motion film. You're not seeing dime number one additional for that uh, extra mileage that they got out of your story. Matter of fact, more times than uh, more often than not, and when I say that, I mean like 99% not, and maybe 1% if it's somebody that's like so famous that they know that they would get crushed that they didn't do so. They don't even give the person credit for the story. So rarely will you see based on a story by, even if that person wasn't a producer already yeah. on the flick. Like, that's the easiest way to deal with it. Look, I understand you don't... Uh, Black Adam didn't do as you want, uh, well as he wanted to. You don't want to cut some extra checks. Give these cats or kittens a producing credit, which means, ultimately, if that project makes big ducats at the theater... You're gonna get a little piece of it. It doesn't cost you anything. Half give a, a percent. slice. Give them a slice. You but in this case, stingy shits. In this case, not only did they not do that, they didn't give him any credit for his contribution to what ultimately became this flick. They didn't even pay him for the fucking story, which did show up in the pages of DC. So it is like so here's, strike one, strike two, strike twelve. So here's the problem. So in the nineties. It was common knowledge that DC did take unsolicited stories mm -hmm. because they needed shit submitted. Wozniak su suspects 90% of DC comics were made that way, where uh, a guy who didn't work for DC said, what about this Shazam story? What about this Flash story? What about this Green Lantern story? They'd read them. Some of them, they'd say, no, thank you. Thanks, man. Try again. Mm -hmm. Some of them, they're like, this is fucking rad. Let's make this. And, Here's a and contract. probably more... Then, then more often than not, they'd be like, "This is great, but no, thank you." Fine, fine. There's we realize everybody realizes on the creative world, not everybody's gonna dig everything that we dig. That's fine. But then you say, "Okay, you didn't want this, guys." Real quick, we talked about um talking about <coughs> Snyder. Look, Snyder, I think is at his best when he's either completely constrained, saying you can't change this, you can't change that, you can't do this that or the other or if you let him go totally the other way he's got zero constraints so very similarly snyder pitched the star wars people an idea yes for an extended star wars tale and they sat back and said mm, no thanks and he said okay can i please have that back and they said sure now that pitch almost verbatim with the exception of names and a couple of the visuals and toys that Al, that Ellis owns and maybe some cosplay that Ellis has created. Um, all that stuff went right back to Snyder and he turned that shit into Rebel Moon, which is going to be dropping on Netflix pretty shortly. They just finished uh, shooting principal photography. Now it's going to change it a little bit when you watch that and you're thinking, holy shit, that could have been Star Wars, whether it's good, well, bad, Well, especially since it stars Buk and Paya. 
He's not a great writer, is what I'm implying. Listen, sometimes you got to change it up just enough to get by. But, yeah, Rebel Noon went... Uh, Rebel Noon? What time is it? Mm, quarter past Rebel Noon. Rebel Noon, when it drops on Netflix and you're watching it, just remember, that shit could have been Star Wars. So God, if it's good. So here's my umbrage. Let's say he's fucking wrong. Let's say DC... Let's say the jokes and the memes that they tried to shit on my boy Wozniak over. Let's say they're right. Let's say they didn't borrow his story. Let's say the elements of the story he's claiming are his are the most basic, like Batman yeah. wears black. Yeah. Let's say Wozniak is barking up the he fucking wrong, little kids. the wrong tree. What DC is now doing is they are suing a single dad for writing a Batman story 30 years ago. They are trying on to bank... They are spec. trying to bankrupt a guy to get out of the predicament yeah. that these fucking charlatans are robbing our childhood heroes of, right? They are robbing story writers. They are stealing key art. Thor, Love and Thunder. Arguably a bad movie. There's a scene where Thor's buddy god, who we don't see get murdered, is in the frozen tundra. It is fucking identical to a shot from the comic. That artist doesn't deserve something? What the fuck has this world done that we're so afraid of, like, the word communism that they're like, well, you were paid once for that. The fact that we're taking it, remixing it, and adapting it, and using it verbatim... Fuck you. No, fuck you. You cannot make hundreds of millions of dollars and and tell stories about the good guys triumphing over evil when the people who own your companies are evil, shitty villains. He was paid in exposure, Ella says. Ellis, well done. Well done, sir. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 ironic in the very very worst sense of the word because yeah, at the end of the day, these are this comic books. Look, people people give it either I think too much, <coughs> uh, too much importance or or nowhere near yeah. enough. Um, I think you know where we sit on that scale. Way too um, much. But the bottom line is, it is American mythology. Right, it's American. It's an American creation. It's it's like jazz or musical theater or whatever, uh, except you don't have to be uh, talented. Um, no, it's an it's an American creation. It's an American institution. But mythology, as everyone who has bothered to pay attention uh, in school for like five minutes in middle school, uh, we know mythology was intended not just purely as an entertainment. Yeah, sure, to a degree, absolutely an entertainment. But at the end of the day, it was supposed to. We were supposed to walk away from it with something we didn't have before. And almost exclusively, these comic book, four-color funny book page stories, they're intended to teach us how to act. Be right. Don't be a, a bag of douche out there in the world. That's hard enough already as it is. Yeah. Don't contribute more shit to that stew pile, right? And here is one of the, the teachers, one of the biggest myth producers for us to ingest and they're doing the wrong thing because look like charlie said even if this cat is totally in the wrong if they did not adapt his material i 
personally, I very much doubt that that's the case. I think they just took what they wanted and said thank you very much and moved on with their lives. But let's just say it, that they weren't. Their reaction to it is so... It's so off the fucking mark. It's one of those things, it's like you're accused of cheating and you didn't cheat and then you run around the house flipping tables and yeah. breaking artwork and like kicking the cat across the room. What are you doing? What are you doing? You are making yourself look way more guilty than if you had just been like, nah, that's not true. Uh, and you know, we'll, we'll, let's sit down and we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll find the truth someplace. Like, relax. They did not have a just relax reaction. They went way over the top. They went nuclear on this cat who's like, hey, maybe we can have a conversation. Yeah. They they hit the fucking nuclear bomb button and they're trying to like, they're trying to basically price him out. They're saying, we'll, we will sue you and basically that cost... Did I say basically before? You, you probably did. Basically, what's happening is uh, it's now going to cost this dude so much money to fight the lawsuit that now he is the defendant in, never mind the fact of just, like, looking for credit. Look, so let's just say Ellis they made They could have paid him Ellis, an exposure. That's what I was going to say. If Ellis' joke was actually the way that they wanted to go and say, hey, you know what? In future uh, releases, we will go ahead. We'll add a title card on a there. Story by. Story by your, your name. And that would, by all means, put some shine on that cat. That at least would be something. Something. That at least wouldn't be an open slap in the face with your schwats. It would be something that this cat could hang his hat on. Now it's the total opposite. He is on the defensive to the point where he... He's not a rich man. He's, no, yeah. He's like crowdfunding he had to turn his to go defense, uh, you know, his defense costs. And um, I'm going to kick in because, look... At the end of the day, what matters, truth, justice, American way, uh, you know, whatever, whatever the new one is too, um, let truth prevail. You know what? Give but this that's... guy an opportunity to tell his story. And you know what? If you're wrong, DC, if you're wrong, and and I'm DC first, well, U.S. Comics first, but yeah, you know DC, what I'm saying. DC um, third. I'm, I, I grew up DC before anything else. If DC pr is proven to be in the wrong here. Nobody's gonna be more mad at them than me. And it also seems, and then uh, then we'll wrap it up. But it seems like again the ultra powerful company, with the with the army of lawyers, they had so little faith in their case they couldn't just let let this fucker see court. All you'd have to do is show a judge his script, the movie script. Give that fucker a few hours to read through, and it's gonna be clear as day. Yeah. Right. So, well, you could have, I would argue that in this system, there is no way for a little guy to take on a massive corporation anyway. So the fact that they went over the top and they were like, no, motherfucker. Also, you're not allowed to write. That's... I wrote a Batman story in the shower this morning. Am I next? Am I next to be sued? If you are, um... You are a sole property, no connection to U.S. comics. But you, you know, it's funny, like, uh, um, I know jokingly, the reference to Pepsi and the Jet, that documentary is dynamite if you haven't seen it. Check it out. Where's my Jet? Um, but that's, that is a prime example. But the bottom line is this. In comic books specifically, this type of attitude and behavior and thinking is not new at all. Guys, how, <laughs> how many 
How many times have we heard the story? Guys, the creators, Siegel and Schuster, the creators of Superman, um, debatably the greatest character ever, uh, superhero character ever created, but undeniably the first and the, uh, the fucking template on which every other superhero character who wore their underwear on the outside was based on, they didn't want to give them credit they didn't want to cut a couple of extra shekels on like what was the first billion dollar franchise known to comic book them like that is that is not cool guy behavior that's some straight up lex luther bullshit and you're right big businesses have been doing it a long time but like look you're talking about pepsico fine you're talking about detective comics comics they're supposed to know better like this is not hey, supposed to be hey beautiful girls here all right um, you, that's not supposed to be the conversation that we're having with, with myth makers. Like, it makes you start to question, like, fuck, maybe Lex Luthor was right. Maybe that's how I'm supposed to behave. Maybe I'm supposed to wear a giant long red tie that hangs down to my kneecaps. I don't, I don't know. Your itty bitty hands. Um, um, but, but it's, it's just, it's, it's a bullshit move. It's, it's not cool. Uh, it's not the way that, that you defend yourself if it is indeed uh, um, like a, a non-valid fucking accusation, and it was barely an accusation. It was just like, hey, man, credit where credit's due. I don't want anything special. I just want what everybody else would have gotten. But look, they, they don't give the creators credit when they do pull directly from their own pages. They don't do it by, you know, it's, it's just not the natural uh, order of things, and it should be. Look, it should be. If I ever go to see a Daredevil project, and it reminds me even the slightest bit of Kevin Smith's run, Guardian Devil. I will be the first guy to stand up, throw my popcorn, and walk out because credit where credit is due. If it weren't for these... I'm not going to walk out, but I'll be mad. He'll be very angry about it. Uh, if you don't give these creators who have dumped out your toy box and done more with it than you ever would have done on your own, you done fucked up, A.A. Rod. You messed up, man. It's not the cool thing to do. Uh, it, this this story really jammed me up. Said beautifully, um, if you can, even if it's a dollar, go to GoFundMe, support Chris Wozniak. Even give it a good read. Like, make up your own mind, obviously, just like anything else. 100%. But, uh, if you feel like we felt, chip in, man. Give this guy a shot. Again, they're using He's the hashtag. We're all creators. Batman Gate. But, John, it's pretty lame. that's a little lame, but, it, you know, it's easy to read. John, we've come to the end of the show. And there is only one way that we... <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> what the fuck? For those of you that don't know what happened, you have to check out one of the visual <laughs> options. I Twitch, treated, I treated Charlie YouTube like a cat that was acting wrong. Um, there's only happens when you step on my line. Hey, Charlie. Yeah? Why don't you tell the good people how we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cat. Well, first, why don't you show them visually? First, you gotta turn the power on. Boop. Then you gotta turn the I volume up. Then you gotta tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl! We out!
se peut 